Alrighty guys, welcome to the Fade Out Podcast. I'm actually here with my boy Andrew, also known as Incognito. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> so bro, um, so we're doing the episode today because, uh, you know, you, you got a lot of stuff going on here soon. Um, would you, what, what kind of, well first before I start, what kind of stuff do you have going on too? Well, you know, working on a lot, just been stuck in the studio lately, really mainly. But um we got a lot coming out this this week. Actually we got uh twenty twenty dropping, it's a pretty big project of mine. It's a mixtape though, not really an album. Then we got two videos coming out that are gonna be singles within the month. And then we got a big project which my buddy here right here shooting the podcast is gonna be shooting one of the videos on, so that's pretty cool. It's burying me, it's got a bunch of different stuff on it, so that's that's something to look forward to. A lot of stuff coming, a lot of stuff coming. So alright, so so you got a bunch of videos, you got a bunch of uh, you know mixtapes. We did shoot the Bury Me video today, yeah, uh, which yeah. we're going to be editing, or I'm going to be editing probably these next couple weeks. Now, I have to ask, do you... All right, first of all, let's start, let's start with the origins. Music, where, how'd you get into it? Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, probably my, my biggest influences were probably, like I say, probably Mac Miller and uh, Kid Cudi and Kanye, I would say, were probably my favorites. But um, what really made me want to make music was trying to like basically kill the stereotype that you had to be in a studio or had to have certain shit to make music. You know what I mean? Kind of how you got into it, like you know you want to make a camera. You know, we'll do it within the, the simplicity of it. It's kind of like that's kind of what I want to do. Show that anybody can make music. You know, you don't have to just have all this money or all these connections to make music. If you want to, you know, have a passion, you can go do it. Even if you're not doing it at a high level, you know, if you just want to even do it at your own base and you know sell it to people like you love or. You know, people that you really know are going to listen to your music. You know, I mean, no matter how you do, I think it's just an outlet. I really want to create that for people. Is that you know that not make this thing is a stereotype that makes you feel that you have to be great at it to do it, or you you know people are kind of like scared to do it if they're going to fail. If that makes sense, yeah. and I want to make yeah, yeah. people accept the fact that failing's okay. You know, I mean that's something that you're, we're all going to experience in life. Some people don't, you know, the, the first thing they do doesn't just pop. So that's really what I want to do. Just try to create an outlet, and influence more people to do it. Because I feel like the more we do that, the more we create a a better world for people to be happier and you know express themselves. That's, and that's dope. That's dope. And you can already tell from like where you first started your music to now. Yeah. Like the you know the production quality has increased. Like you've, you you know what I mean. You've kind of gotten the swing of things, but you wouldn't have been able to do that if yeah. after your first six songs that you released, you know what I mean. It would you just were like, all right, cool, I'm out. No, you're right. Yeah, you know I mean, you're so right. you know that's that's always really dope. Now tell me a little bit about. This out. So, all right. First, uh, before I get into that, let me ask you: uh, What do you when you get behind a, when you're like ready to record? Where's your mind? Where Where are you at? Yeah, I, depends on the song. I like sadly, I'm try. I try to get like ten or fifteen songs done in a in a studio, which is obviously a lot more than most people. So, because you have to travel. I like yeah, and I like to. I really, when I get in the studio, I really like to just make sure I'm feeling that beat and make sure that you're in that vibe. I, I write every song I write to a certain beat, and it makes. It's you got to make sure you're hitting a certain flow for that beat because obviously every beat and you know, every flow is going to be different. So, really, I just try to like I take about a minute to myself and I really just kind of like get in my headspace, close my eyes, even try to make the room a little darker, maybe create a vibe and just really start to feel that. Make sure you're in that. Like, it's like a story. You know, you're telling a story through music. You're telling a story through your words, and that's going to impact people. And that's something I you know I didn't really take into full intent and like full seriousness until recently. And then once you do take that and realize like, damn, you're really telling a story and people have to be able to relate to that story. And if you're not doing that, you're not doing your job, people aren't gonna be able to relate. That's one thing I realized, you have to really own it and be in character really and be able to sell that. And that's, that's probably the main thing, is just take a minute to yourself, kind of zen yourself out and realize, you know, just feel the beat, feel, feel it out. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, that's, that's really what changed my music, I think. 
Okay, yeah, that, and that and that you can definitely tell there's a difference. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? The first stuff, the first stuff really had. Uh, if if like the production was a little weaker, yeah. you were better at the lyrics. And if the lyrics are a little weaker, the production yeah. was good, and now you're kind of finding that happy the balance. balance. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's and that's probably good. So, what? Uh, wh- all right, tell me about the album. Tell me about this album that's coming. Album? Well, I mean, I, I gotta say, like, it's five of my best songs. I've I used to be like a mixtape guy. I used to try to like throw you know a couple bangers on there with a couple like songs that made made the album really make sense and make it like a project. But this album is a big one, man. So I put like 27 songs on it. And I'd say they're all bangers in a different way. There's a lot of hype ones. There's a lot of singing ones. There's a lot of vibe songs. Just a lot of I mean the features. It just depends. There's just a lot of different aspects I hit, and I feel like I hit everything I wanted to show people. Like like I can do pretty much any aspect. Just kind of show them like a the versatility of it. You know, like that I can have. Pretty much, yeah, pull off anything if I want to, and that's that's what I wanted to show people. And I wanted to put all my bangers on the one album and be like, damn, like this guy really, oh shit, like twenty seven songs of fire. <laughs> but I feel like some people try to only put out eleven, or some people only put six, and if somebody puts twenty seven out, but maybe only ten sound good, and the yeah. other seventeen aren't as good. Yeah, it's like that's why I wanted to be like, damn, I'm gonna put an album that's like full twenty seven songs. Like, damn, like this guy really is hitting this on all cylinders. And do we have a title for the album? On the moon. On the moon. On the moon. And where did yeah. that come from? That uh, Cuddy's probably my biggest inspiration on that. If I'm being honest, I'm probably pulling from some Cuddy vibes, but just like the by yourself aspect of it. Like I feel like my image incognito with the question mark. It's always been a you know asking questions and always kind of been a by yourself kind of. Vibe. I always kind of tell people I'm not saying I did it by myself, but I always tried to have a really small group and tried to keep it very to myself. Where I wrote all my music and did all my shit myself, and I feel like that's kind of what the on the move vibe is. It's like man, you know what, like. Not, no offense to anybody else, but it's like, you know, fuck you, I did it by myself, this is where I'm at, this is my mental yeah, space, I'm on the moon. This is like, my I'm on, accomplishments. I'm in my own space, and that's kind of yeah. like, I feel like that's what the on the moon kind of is, the message of it, really. That's sick, that is so sick. So when you're when you're writing, would you say that you're, I don't know, kind of, you, you almost are looking for isolation when you're writing? You don't look for any type of collaboration or... Uh, yeah, I would say most of the time I would say I write for my soul. I would probably write for my own songs. I feel like most of the time I hit, like when I get a beat from my producer guys or something, I'll, I'll get it and I'll be like, damn, you know, I really only see myself on it most of the time. But like, I'll send people opens. That's kind of how I get more features. I'll send people like, for example, I'll, I'll do a minute and 30 on a song and there's still a minute and a half left on the beat. Yeah. So like, to me, I could cut the beat right there and make it a minute and a half song by myself or could I add somebody to it. So that's kind of how I get my features. I don't really write for collabs. I know some people like, you know, writing like, oh, I want this guy on it. Like, I, I don't really write like that. I more kind of just like let them. I'm more let when I send something to the artist, I let them vibe with. It. I send them like maybe ten or so opens. So like, I'll pick between these ten, and you know, whichever one you really want to fuck with, let me know. We're gonna work on that. Yeah. Or if maybe they don't like any of the ten, I'm like, all right, let's make one from scratch. So I'll send them a beat, and we're making one from scratch. Yeah. But like, for writing for features, so I wouldn't say I do. But yeah, like you said, I probably write to sad. Sad to say, I probably do write more for myself. Like I won't say yeah, I write for other people. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with kind of. I mean, if you are, you know, on the moon and you're kind of doing your own thing, yeah. do your own thing. You exactly. know what I mean? Don't exactly look for, because it says something if an artist can have a great album by themselves. No, you're right. Yeah, you know I mean, versus having a great album with everybody else. Have it get else. carried by features. Exactly. exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, what was it? J. Cole? J. Cole's yep. one of the few rappers that doesn't really that doesn't feature really features. Right. on his album, and he does it all for himself, no, and right. it says something, versus somebody like... You know, like Drake. No, you're right. Who's got, you know, everybody on his album. No, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely something there. Like, all right. But on the other side of that, as we talked about all the time, Life of Pablo. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is one of the greatest oh, rap you know albums ever. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But, dude, you know, it's so crazy because Kanye doesn't, 
almost intentionally so he doesn't put any features on it. Yep. He puts features in the song. Just doesn't show it on But there. when you see the song, it's just Kanye West. Yep. You know what I mean? So you're almost going into a blind, so it's almost a new experience. And no, that's, that's a completely right. opposite, but, you know I mean, still... The same kind of... I same kind of concept. Like, no, you're, right. you're not looking at the album going, oh, you know what? I don't really, I don't really like designer too much. Yeah, exactly. I don't really like, I don't really like uh, Chance exactly. too much. Not you know what I mean? By his cover, exactly. Exactly. So you're just getting Kanye, yep. and then you get the whole experience raw. You're like, yo, was that? Was that, is that, that this guy? Yeah, yeah was, was that that? that? Yeah, was that exactly. that? Yeah. So that's, no, that's smart. It makes you think. That's almost think. that's that's kind of that opposite end of that. So that was that was always something I found very interesting with that whole realm of I do agree. you or do you not feature somebody on your song? I agree. Would do you think that you'll ever be that point where you just where you're just you know you make a couple albums and you're like you know what I want to see from an outside perspective just make a song with the intention of having people on it like a whole album with other people have you yeah I mean I do I, like I said that's a group that's that's in Delaware and that's called Unwanted and so I kind of make music with them too and that's they kind of do that same kind of thing they kind of like they taking all different artists from like Delaware DMV area and trying to like mesh them in the one if that makes sense so it's kind of kind of like that so i'm kind of doing that in a way but i haven't really done it for my own self yet i kind of do want to have an album where it's just you know straight up you know i write for exactly who i want on the album and stuff like that i do want to do that eventually but right now i just feel just like start yeah I, I like yeah, of course yeah, you're still you got to establish your sound you know you got to establish your sound before i feel like you can venture into other people's sounds if that makes sense so like eventually yeah down the road hell yeah man i do 100 percent want to do that but like right now i just feel like my my music sounds better with me on it because like there's certain people like for example the people i'm reaching out to now they're a little more auto-tune or something like that so some, some of it just doesn't mess you know it's like for where i'm at right now in my music so like to have somebody on there kind of maybe forcing it or something maybe that's kind of where i don't want i just don't want to force it like yeah. it's natural you feel it you know what i mean when you feel like somebody's gonna be on a song you, you can feel like you want them on that song so like eventually down the road i think when I, through meeting more people through you know doing more music yeah. i think obviously You'll definitely clip that, that avenue would come but i just don't think that's where I'm at right now. That's all. Yeah, just, no, and, that, and, that's, and that's completely fine. Yeah. So, all right, let me let me see. How would you rate today's rap? Like, what would you say is wrong with the industry? Uh, I just feel like if they rely too much on their engineers. I feel like it's a lot. So of, it's lot too of, much. Like a lot of that. talents lost. I feel like it's you know like for example like you know you can hear not pointing anybody's fingers or anything, but like you can hear certain people's stuff raw files versus like their, their files that they actually get yeah. released. If you listen to the raw files, you think that person should never make music in their life. Yeah. That's just truth. Like that's really what I want to. Like you can hear my. I'm, I'm being honest. You can hear my rough files and they sound just like a done song. That's because it's it's actually me spitting. I'm talented. I'm going to one take, one all the way through. Yeah. Other people are putting. You know, they spit for three seconds, cut it, and spit for three seconds, and make their engineer have to pull it together and make it sound good. And to me, that's not talent. So I feel like that's kind of what I want to do away with the people that do that in the industry. I kind of want to get them out the door. No offense to them, but like. They don't belong in there. The music is to make for your soul and is to make to is to make other people want to listen to it. And when you gotta pay somebody three or more hours to work on one song, then I don't think that's talent in my opinion. I really yeah. just don't. You, okay, but so you don't you don't really I, I like the raw shit. I like something that's like, you know, like I know that guy really did it. Not the engineer did it for him. Yeah. So sense. you you'd prefer something a little bit more person based as yes. opposed to okay, You gotta but, feel it. You, gotta you know feel what I mean? It. But there is a there is almost a it's what's out right now. It's what's working. So, no, yeah, yeah. so you could argue that, you know, to play devil's advocate, you've got a lot of guys like, you know, Lil Pump. Yeah. You got a lot, got a lot of guys like, uh, you know, I don't know too much about Trippy Red, but yeah, you yeah. got Trippy Red. You, you know, a, well, mumble rap. 
Exactly. Yeah, mumble feel, rap. You've got a lot of mumble rap out there, but it's it's, it's it works. Working. And it works. Hey, you, you can't fix what's not broke. I'm not hating on nothing. I just like I say, when you can separate the talent from the artist and the talent from the engineer, it's like, for example, there's some artists that probably their engineers should be signing more than they are, and that, that's yeah. that's what I'm like. Damn, you know, maybe we're giving credit where it's not supposed to be due. Yeah. And that that's just the thing I really want to fix. It's like people, if you're if your engineer's doing your work, say he's doing it, your work. No, don't try yeah. to tell me you're you're making all this happen when you're not. That's that's the main thing. Like as long as you're being honest and upfront with your music, I can respect that. But most people aren't too honest and upfront about who's actually doing the work. Yeah. And that's that's really what I want to make people know. You got anybody in mind? That I don't want to like call out or nothing. Oh yeah, let's. let's I mean, let's, I ain't really. I that ain't me. I'm not. That ain't my personality. No, but like, you go, you I just, I, I kind of just want to work my butt off and you know let my shit you know speak for itself, and I think that will. But I don't really want to point fingers. You know, people they got to feed their kids, they got to make a living, they got to do it somehow. So I ain't gonna hate I on nobody. I, I ain't gonna hate that. on nobody. I, I ain't gonna point fingers. I just know we get a little, you know, pull <laughs> nah, out. I ain't gonna get no beef on here. Nah, yeah, we, hey, I like, hey, I like hey, keep look, it clean. We like hey, to keep it clean. Nothing wrong with a little bit of beef. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but no, man, that's that's chill. That's chill. So, somebody like six nine. Thanks. All right, and this is I, I have no problems, you know, going in and 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 talking about somebody. So six nine is a very shallow type of of rapper, if that makes any sense. So Thanks. it's a very it's a very like you don't there's not a lot of face value or there's only face value for it. You know what I mean? Thanks. It's very it's very but there's an energy to it. No, I, yeah, no, I mean, fact. do you think that that sells more than 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 vibes? Like, a, like sometimes, somebody, somebody I do think really like sometimes about... like a flamboyant, like kind of like not nah, saying flamboyant, but like a very outgoing, outspoken person. Obviously, I think like I mean, speaks for itself. Like a con, you know, the more bad media is good media. Sometimes, you know what I mean. Like, so I do agree with that. I think sometimes the, the less spoken people don't get any get any views or any like just because of that you know yeah. that's what people like they like to see that guy like oh man he's really he's really coming at him damn even if they're even if he's not doing something right people just like to see that like that like i don't know what it is about people they just like to see people on the spotlight and then there's like for example one of my favorite rappers is vince staples and he don't ever say nothing he kind of stays out the limelight and kind of does his own thing and does his own shit yeah. and like and he don't get attention because he's probably one of the best rappers in the game but doesn't get attention yeah because he doesn't want it and that's the difference. I think that's really what the difference is between an artist and me. It's like when you have to have the attention to be successful or when you don't have to have it and then you're still successful. I think that's really what makes it the difference. Like that's what clout chasing is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when, when you're able to stay, still stay relevant and not be in the clout game, that's what's respectful to me. Yeah. Like if you can find a way to still sell your music and not even be on the TV screen. Yeah. That's that's successful to me. Yeah, because that's, that's that's genuine That's talent. real music. Man. That's you're selling real music. Talent. Like yeah. NF, another guy. Like you never see his face. But how's his music selling? Yeah, pretty like, well. Pretty well. Exactly. And see, that's kind of what I like about Jaden. Everybody I know knows that I obsess over Oh, Jaden Smith's a beast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's got some of the wildest music out there. You know what I mean? But he, does, he doesn't really do hard music. Like no, he, Of course, everyone's heard Icon. But even Icon, you know, not to sound bad, but Icon was kind of forced. No, you facts. know what I mean? You go from no, a very poetic rapper to... Him talking about, you know, money and yeah. success and it's stuff like that. Vibe. It's very out of his realm, but it worked to a, gr to a degree. Thanks. But he's not spending his time working on, you know what I mean, letting people know that he's from, no. you know, money and whatnot no, like right. that. He's, he's, right. he's, he's, he's uh, putting all that Flint, Michigan water. Like, he's doing no, he's all past, that. He's bigger than that. He's you know what I mean? So exactly. he's, he's putting money towards Flint, Michigan exactly. to get them better water and, and, and not spending the time working on TV. And exactly. that's, that's all. I love that. No, I, you got to respect that. You got to respect that. No, but, I've always yeah. been a fan of Jaden. No, but I'm then great. you got 6 9 
who is literally yeah. ratting people out. You know, you you could just bite, bob your head. You could just you could just absorb what I'm saying. But yeah, six nines over here, clout chasing in prison. No, this facts. man is clout. No, right. Yeah, this dude is in jail <laughs> looking for attention. This dude is. Oh, <laughs> I I could go on, but see, I you would find me my Spotify. Oh my God, my Spotify is all over the place. But you can find me with a six nine album. Thanks. Just going through minding my business, just because it's the vibe, it's the energy. Yeah, you know, he brings. He that's what I'm saying. Everybody brings something different to the table, and I think those what made six nine pop. Like you just said, he has a very. He's just like, yeah, it's, it's very, like it's in your face. Like, yeah, he, and it's very party music. music. Exactly. You know what I mean? When you're at a party, you're, yeah. you hear that him screaming, and he's yep. just like you're like. Oh, okay. It just turns up a little bit. Exactly. Like, yeah. He definitely turns up the notch for sure. All exactly. right, so three best rappers in the game right now. In right now, yeah. and then we'll go on. We'll, then we'll go to all time. Uh, right now, to me, I would say like if I had to be honest, like to me, probably Future, uh, Uzi and Gooch would probably be mine. Future, Future, Uzi. You and like Gooch. Future? Future's one of my I favorites. Hate Future. Future's one of my favorites. I cannot. Get I must down say, with Future's future, one of my favorites. Dude. I think he's an OG. Dude, sure. Future and um, oh my God, what's the guy that did the London with with J Cole? Who's that, you know, the... Talking about Thug? Thug, yeah, Young, young Thug, Young Thug. Young thug. thug. Yeah, I yeah. cannot get down with Facts. either of them. I, I like Future a little. I'm, I don't hate Thug either, but I, they thug, just... Dude, Thug, I got some I got some Young Thug in my phone, too. Facts. But there is a... Met, like, dude, the No, London, I feel you. There's thug. some shit he goes a little top, over the top with the tune sometimes. <laughs> I feel that. No, I feel that. I do. I Yo, do. He's got me... I lose it. So you... All right, so you said Future... Only reason I say Future and Thug are up there is because I feel like they influenced... Oh, no, 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 rappers. yeah, a hundred percent. They and, were... And I still feel like those two are the OGs and still relevant. That's 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 why I find them successful. How long has Future been in the game? Like, I mean, over ten years now. Well really? over, well over. And that's I mean, so crazy. Yeah, he's well he's not... And see, but you know what's funny? Is that you have such a high esteem for Future, but you don't have a high esteem for Drake. I don't, because I, I think they're, Future, they're, I think, made Drake. That's why. I yeah, think, but see, but Drake, you, Drake says that, you know, it's it's kind of the two of them. They're, see, they're kind nah, of a pair. I don't, I don't, I think, let me put it like this. Let me put it like this. I think if Future was not on the tape that he was on with Drake, I don't think Drake would be as big as he is. Because I think Future was the bridge to him connecting with the, with a lot more of the, the darker rap. Because Drake kind of had the more of the pop vibe people with him, and he had more of, like, not gonna, I'm not trying to stereotype with like colors or nothing, but he really had a white vibe. He had about him. He had a oh, he was very he yeah. was, you know what I mean. He had like the white following, and I think Future kind of kind of bridged the gap for him with like he kind of allowed him to get into the trap game, like if that makes sense. Like, yeah, because Drake was never making trap music until he met Future. That's my point. Like if you listen to old Drake, he wasn't making nothing. Like yeah, no, old that. Drake, old Drake had the same. And this is what bothered me about Drake is that when you listen to his first couple mixtapes. Um, you know, you've got you've got this thing where, okay, Lil Wayne has a very specific system. Yeah. You know what I mean? He raps, but he's got the punchline delivery. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And you'll notice that the first two or three of Drake's mixtapes are just punchline rap. It's, it, you know what I mean? He sounds, if and, and Thank Me Later is, the, is what I was no, just sorry. trying to figure out the title of it. So Thank Me Later, if you listen to Thank Me Later, every song that's got Lil Wayne in it, it's very that... That ra- rhyming with jokes, no, and it's it, they're almost the same person. No, you know what I mean? Right, it wasn't right. until later, and and that's what I'm looking up now. Just futures, just futures history, because I don't know much about future. Facts. But it, it it is very much a lot like that. He kind of developed this. Yeah, I mean, if you were to look at Thank Me Later and Scorpion, 
Thanks. You're talking. You're talking about two completely different guys. No, you're right. You know what I mean. This you're is right. a guy who's been through Hotline Bling, successful with Trey Songs, which I think was on the Thank Me Later album, like your or mixtape. You're talking about two completely different guys. So, yeah, that's right. so you you think Future made? Drake. I'm not saying he made but, him. But I definitely in, think a, he, in a polite way. He not bridged like, the gap. Not I like Drake. Was, yeah. Drake knew what he was doing when he when he called Future to get that make that happen. I don't know how exactly happened. Obviously, I wasn't there. But like I said, I think Future allowed him to branch off a lot more than he was able to initially. And I think he knew that. Because Future, like, for example, he was the one in that game, the track game, that was popping then. Like, when Drake put that out, Future was the shit, like, to, like, everybody in the hood bumping. Like, that was, that was the guy. Like, Future was the guy. I mean, you, there's Gucci. He was around. Don't get me wrong. But he was in jail and, you know, shit like that. So he wasn't as, like, predominant as he could have been. I think Gucci would have been that guy, but Future really was that guy, especially like in Atlanta and that. And look where Atlanta's look where Atlanta's at now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, that's because kind of, of Gucci and Future and Pee Wee Long. There's a couple other guys I can name, but like, I definitely think Future was that. Sad to say that he was the mainstream trap guy, and like I think Drake knew that and he trying to like utilize that to his advantage, and he got close. They got close and everything, and obviously it worked for both of them. You know, it it, it branched up both of their careers in the same way. But I just I feel like Drake had a lot more to gain from Future than Future did from Drake, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because Drake Future had his lane and he had all, he he had his money, he had his setup. And I think Drake just got really, if and sad to say, cocky and like wanted wanted more than he had. And I think he knew who was going to be able to get him that. And I think Future at that time was the person to do that. And wrong wrong or not, I think that's I really do think Future was able to make Drake a lot bigger than he should have been. Yeah. And I so do. do you, so, but would you? Argue that Future is not as popular as Drake, less successful. If you would, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. It depends on how you look at it. I really do. Drake. I mean, Future now he sold more albums and stuff than Drake. Maybe not as high selling, but he sold more and he sold. And the thing about Drake, I mean, not Drake. Future, he comes out with like three projects a year. Yeah, like it ain't just one. You know, what I mean? he's coming out with, and they all almost hit number one. You know, what I mean, they all almost do. And I, I think that's more impressive to me. Than Drake having to wait two years to drop a big album, then it go number one. Anybody can do that. If they wait two years and drop. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because it's, it's, it's you're waiting, you're waiting for it. But if you can, that's what's really important. He can drop three, three a year and still get number one. That's that's like consistency to me. Consistency is the key to anything. I think anything, and no matter what career you're in, no matter what path you're in in life. And I think future to me is the one that really bridged that gap of like, damn, you know, I, I'm gonna drop every fucking day. Yeah, he does. And, actually. and that's still, crazy. I'm gonna drop every day and still kill it. Like, and he does. Like, and he and he proves. Like, he, he puts his money. Like, he said in an interview about Kanye. He said, "Y'all talking about Kanye?" He said, "Y'all should be talking about me." He said that just like that. Yeah. And he's right because yeah, he's cause putting I mean, the work he, in. He released like, Future yeah. Hendrix and Super the same Slime. day. He did, he did two. He did the Hendrix and the other on the same day. One time, two albums the same day. And both of them went number one. Like one that's or two. Crazy. Like who's pulling that off? Nobody's pulling that, that off. Yeah, that's true. That's like true. I'm not saying like you don't have to like him. You don't have to like his music at all. I just respect like the consistency of it. Yeah. Like there, there's certain people like I hear their voice. I just don't fuck with them. That's fine. But I can still respect the way you do it. I don't have to like your music to respect the way yeah. the way you work. If that makes sense, I just always respected the way Future worked. That's really all. And he's all about loyalty, and he always preaches that shit. That's kind of like that's kind of a lost art in the music industry. And he kind of, he's always been stuck true to who he works with too. So like, I don't know. I just respect the OG factor of it, really. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get down with that. So, all right, all time though. All time. Best three all time. Whew, that's, I'm about to say probably. They're gonna be a little old school, man. But probably Wayne, uh, Dre, and M. If I'm being honest, if we're talking about influential to me, those those are the those are the three I would name. If we're hey, talking about right, but would you say that influential that they are 
as talented or, or no, not yeah. as talented, but would you say uh, influential is equal to uh, just talent in general? When would, talking those three, yeah, because I feel like let me put it like this: I think Wayne's the best lyrically. And where's 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 Yay on that? Yeah, he's he's probably like. If we're talking talent, he's five. I would say I have him like five or so. He's top five. I don't have him three just because I feel like, for example, Wayne in the booth, you can have him spit for 20 minutes and he's still going. Yeah. What did like, you think of his last album? You have Wayne's? Yeah. Great. I thought, I thought Carter's. I, 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 I loved it. I, it just, it didn't seem right to I me. Think it was old. I think he, I think he it had was a lot. School. I think he had a lot of those songs done four years ago and didn't drop until now. So yeah. like, I, I feel like the, the age gap on it, like the, the timetable probably yeah, wasn't like there. Yeah, it just felt old. But it felt, I just it felt feel like talent-wise, I can't take it from Wayne's. I've seen videos of him in the studio where they have him spin for 25 minutes to the same beat and they say, Wayne, we've had to beat on Luke for five times now. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit. And the whole thing could have been five different songs of fire. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just don't know if we have anybody like that that's doing that. Like, he can just go in his mind, just create, 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 right yeah. on the spot. Like, yeah, he said in an interview that he actually doesn't uh, write. No, man, he doesn't all like all live, and man, he actually nuts. has to learn when he goes to perform his music. Yeah, like, he honest. forgets it. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he has to learn his lyrics. It's nuts. That's crazy. That's that's talent. That's that's, that's, that's real talent. And, and he's got Caesars while he's doing it. And the man's like, that's what I'm saying. The guy ain't not helping. He's still pulling it off. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. They had him just like spazzing out on the fucking stage that one time. I've seen that video, and you're like, damn, he still went through the concert too. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just gotta respect that. I mean, that's just like, and same with him. Like, I, I feel like the same with him. You know, he writes this shit obviously, but like, just the delivery and the energy and like, like I said, I just I, what I, separates you when I feel like, can I name somebody that does what you do? Yeah. And for those two, I simply can't. And same with Dre. Like, his might be behind the scenes. You know, his is a little more obviously. He's I don't really consider him a rapper, but. I do feel like he influenced so much in the game, beat making and everything wise. Like for example, I mean, the Chronic's still what a top one hundred album today. Yeah. I mean, and that's like it, that's the twenty years. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that is self to speak for itself. You know, but like, and obviously there's people like Pac and Big you got to bring up that are obviously influential wise. You got to bring them two up. But like, I just feel like raw talent to me. I don't know. I just feel like if you had Wayne, Adam, and Dre in a room, those are my favorites. Like, I love Tupac and B. I, I love reading about them and, you know, seeing stuff about them. But I, I, I didn't live it. You know what I mean? I didn't, and, and that's I didn't funny you said it. it so it's hard for me I to... forget who, it's, who said it, but there was a rapper that said that when asking about, somebody asked him, it's kind of the same question I asked you about, you know, who who influenced you, who's the, who's the, your who's your, your, your rap god? Yeah. Uh, and he didn't. He said, you know, future. He said pretty much the same lineup that you had. And yeah. he's not far from our age. And he was like, dude, look, you know, everyone's go to is, well, why not Pac? Why not Biggie? It's like, because, dude, we, in this situation, he was actually, in, you know, in, yeah. in the ghetto doing his thing. That's not what he was listening to. That's not, not you know what I mean? That's 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 old, you know what nah, I mean? He, he, when he was when he was sixteen, he wasn't listening to Pac because Pac and Biggie were already dead. Exactly. He can listen to him and appreciate him now. Exactly. But you know what I mean? Like it didn't hit you the same. You, it doesn't hit you the same. Yeah, you can't honestly tell me that somebody like you know what I mean, like you know, run DMC or yeah. you know what I mean, old school shit. Like you're not gonna sit here and tell me that that's influential to you because exactly. because you I can I know that it. it's not what you went through. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, you weren't sure. there when it dropped. You exactly. know what I mean? You yeah. weren't there and that does affect a 100%. lot. Like you can appreciate something. Exactly. Appreciation is not the same as influence. Like, dude, I will I will always have respect for the life of Pablo album. Facts. Right? I was in a certain aspect of my life cuz when we went to Firefly that year, what how old was that album at that point? Firefly, probably not even a couple months, right? You know what I mean? Like, like let's, see, let's see, Life of Pablo. I can't remember exactly when Life of Pablo dropped, but 
So, yeah, it wasn't that long, though. Definitely wasn't that long. So, Life of Pablo came out in 2016. What year did I... 25th? No, that's impossible. I think so. we went that summer, right? I think it was the summer. Summer 2016? I thought, I thought. So let's see. Because I was in Cali 2017, so that would make sense. Yeah, because I guess that was. Yeah. So 2016 was, let's see the lineup, was, if it's, if it's the same one, so that means that that album had to have come out. Yeah, it was, it was. So that album is only a couple months old. Exactly. Now, when somebody, if somebody goes up to me and they go, okay, how do you feel about Damn? I think Damn is a fantastic album, but I was late to that train. Like, I was late to that. So, you know, I didn't listen to Damn until after he got the award for it. You know what I mean? So, when when Kendrick's like getting the Pulitzer Prize, I was like, oh, I don't even know what this is. I heard, I think, Humble was the only song I had heard off of that album. And then I went through and listened to it again because it got so much esteem. And it was like, oh, okay, I can appreciate it. But, dude, sitting in that car, listening to, you know what I mean? But, Again, with and I think Kanye is one of the best rappers. Oh, I agree. If, you know, if, I agree. if you were to ask me that question of of my top three all time, Kanye's probably number one. Oh, I agree. Because, dude, this guy came out with an album that wasn't finished yet, and said that that was the point. Like he he liked the idea of having the music change. No, I feel that. You know what I mean? And I I can't even imagine what it was like to listen to that first raw version of Life of Pablo. And then to hear it develop over time to what it is now. No, That's wild. Nobody has done that before. No, I agree with you. A lot of people argued, and I, I even argued for myself, like kind of playing devil's advocate. I, I almost was like, well, dude, that's some, that's some Kanye shit. That's like some, oh, you know what I mean? His album's not done. He's trying to hit a deadline. But, dude, you knew by that end goal, when you listen to Life of Pablo today, you knew that there was something there. Because yeah, that right. album is not like the graduation. No, exactly. It's not like anything he's ever done. It was very... You know, synthesizer based. It was experimental, really. It was that's very the, experimental. Was a I good word say, for it. Yeah. it was very wild. That's why I think different. it got took different too. I think that's why it didn't sell the way you wanted it to too. Exactly. Like, and it was hard for people to really grasp all what, over was, the place. what was going on. All over the place. Starting the song with Ultra or album with Ultralight Beam. Yeah. You know, going through with Father Strange's hands, and then ending it with something like. Uh, you know, Life of Pablo. I think it was Life of Pablo or... St. Pablo. St. Yeah, Pablo, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Was, you know, that was like one of the most heartfelt songs I've ever heard from Kanye. He was really sitting there. You know what I mean? Really with Frank there. Ocean. Like, dude, yeah. that's, there's a lot to that album to unpack. And that, to me, when it came out, which I guess yeah. was a little bit before when we went to Firefly, that was raw. No, it is different. Raw and plus, speed. we were like at a time, I feel like, when we were like, that was a time we were like bridging the gap of like realizing that real world hit us then. Yeah, we were so growing up. Like, yeah, we were growing so up. That was the it last hit us kind at of a perfect thing. time, too. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, so. if you think about it, that was Firefly was one of the last things yeah. that we got into before. We all kind of did our own thing. Yeah, before we kind of yeah, all spread right. out. Because right. that summer, you know what I mean? We were go- we were leaving school in like a year or two. We were all still chilling every day, too. Then. We yeah. were trying to yeah. get into college. We were all, yeah. So we were we were together for that whole summer, pretty yep. much. And then after that summer, we kind of just fell apart. No, you're right. But yeah, so there was definitely... And that's the thing, though, is that when you have people who grow up with music versus who learn about music, you have two completely different experiences. You 100%. know what I mean? Like, I can go back and learn about any rapper I would like to, but I can, as much as I can get down with it, I can't really, I look, J. Cole is a great one. Right. J. Cole, I I learned about through other friends and through hearing him in just passing, and dude, he's a, one of my favorite rappers, but I can't click with him like I can with Jaden. Nice. Because Jaden, I watched when he posted Icon, the video, by itself. No, you're right. And that's when everybody was like, yo, Jaden can rap. And then I was there when he dropped Sire. 
and then he dropped. You know what I mean? He dropped right, everything right. You out. You see the society like, impact too. Yeah, I think like Eric, like yeah. all of his other stuff. Like every time he does something, I follow it because I was. You know what I mean? I'm, I sit there and I I hear it first, exactly. so to speak. The closest you could to hear it first, but yeah, no, I, I could definitely get down with that. That is a very good way to put that. But uh, we are gonna have to close this up soon. So uh, last couple things, man. Tell us, tell, you kind of go over again what you're what you're getting into, what you're doing again to kind of let everybody know to check it out. Yeah, just basically, you know, obviously, man, we got a lot of music coming out. I've been stuck in the studio, so just you know, be on the lookout for that. If you guys, you know, want to look out for that, incognito the question mark, obviously. Um, on the moon, that's when Chris. That's obviously he's going to be on that too. We're going to shoot a nice video. Hopefully, get that done soon. And then, um, you know, probably within three months. That's my goal. I'm, to, I'm not going to put a date on it or anything. We're kind of making some finishing touches on some of the album and stuff. But uh, once we get that done, obviously, I'll put out a date and let everybody know. But some big things coming. You know, we got a lot, a lot of big things coming. That's all. We got a lot of work, man. So I'm and excited to see where it takes us, man. Social media. What we got? Uh, Cog God at Cog God is my Instagram and. Um, uh, Twitter incognito hype and my snapchat is just incognito with a question mark so, all right so yeah you yep. guys uh, uh, you know as cliche as it sounds uh, you heard it here first <laughs> um, and that being said this was the fade out podcast so yes, everyone sir. have yes, a sir. good evening good day and good night yes sir